sit down, take a chew and chew my money till we get it. Till we get it. Paul Wall in the Coopers, what was they talking? Money speak, all that bullshit, keep it. Run the side, run the side. No one let me know about it. I'll tell you that much. No one let me. I'm just now finding this out. Yeah, I mean, it's. uh, We're, we're just slowly inching towards just cable again. Yeah, we got more. It's more expensive now. Honestly, with all the different uh, services, yeah. Amazon just tricks me. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh, I got Amazon Prime. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, it's only $2 for a TV show. And I'm like, how did I spend $14 on TV this month? You know? Because it's, it's like 2 bucks a show. And they got my ass. Yeah. They play me. Yeah. I, I'm a rube. I'm a born rube. People look at me and they can tell I'm a rube. I'm, I look like a guy that would buy magic beans. I know it. I do. I look like that because that's, um, that's the type of guy I am. I'm a magic bean buyer. Yeah. Qualified lead. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you, when did you first get into like Netflix and like streaming? Like what, what year? So I, I, I'm an old head, baby. I was on Hulu back when it was like there'd be like two commercials and you could just do that trick where you drag it all the way to the end and it would play one commercial and you could start it over and watch it for free. Like, yeah, oh, it was great. Oh, well, what is that? Probably like 2000, fuck, 2007, 2008, maybe. Is that around? Does that sound about right? Yeah. Cause I, fr- I first heard about Hulu around like 2010 and a lot of it was like, like they had like a free version of it, but it was only just like clips of the shows they had. Oh, it was free when I was watching it. I remember watching it because Arrested Development was on Hulu. And I could watch all of Arrested Development. I just had to watch commercials. But I did that trick, baby, where I just put it all the way to the end and it would skip all the commercials. It was great. Yeah. I So, for me, it was around like 2011, 2012 when my brother and I chipped in to get Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that was back in the day when like they had just started doing their original programming, like House of Cards, Orange is the New Black, and I think that was really it, you know, maybe like the, like, I, I remember when the, uh, Arrested Development reboot they did. Oh yeah. But everything else, it was like King of the Hill, like any like Cartoon Network show you could think of. Like you were a blockbuster online. You were fuck with that. Was that like streaming? No. Well, maybe for a while, but it was, it was like right before streaming became like the main mode of watching TV and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like with because with Netflix, you would you would you know make a list of DVDs and they would send it to you, and you could have two at a time. You'd send it back with yeah, Blockbuster. You could do that, but you could also go and return one of their DVDs from Blockbuster Online same day for a DVD they had at the Blockbuster locations. And that was like okay, Blockbuster Online wins. This rules. It's weird. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people kind of miss that ritual of going to a rental place to rent a movie. Do you? The big thing for me growing up was going to Blockbuster to rent video games. Yeah. Like for for my parents, you know, if if there's a movie we're interested in or they were interested in, they just go to the theater on a weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. And if it was like if it was a movie that they really liked and they wanted to see again, they would just like buy the tape or buy the DVD. Mm-hmm. Like they like I don't know, I don't know what it was with them, but they were just kind of like, no, like We've got money. All right. We can, if we want it, we'll buy it. 
They weren't looking. They weren't. You guys weren't a Hollywood video family, not a blockbuster family, not an I Love Video family. You guys were a movie theater family. Yeah, in that regard, That's but cool. like, like for me and Grant, like with video games, like, block, so Blockbuster had like a monthly subscription, and you could rent a game basically for as long as you wanted, for like I think it was like fourteen bucks a month, and. That's essentially how we got. That's essentially how we were able to play like all the Grand Theft Auto games when I was still like seven or eight. Even nice. though my mom, even though my mom was like, "There's no way in hell I'm buying this for my kids," but because my dad signed up for the service, whenever they like typed up the account, it's like, "Oh yeah, you know, like, is this for your dad?" And my brother would just be like, "Yep, see you later." He's a huge GTA head. That's what yeah. he is. He loves him. Um, I, my my brother used to say like. He he would just tell, he would always lie to the blockbuster guy, just being like, "Oh yeah, you know, like he grew up on mob movies, so you know GTA is right up his alley." <laughs> he he had levels to his lie, yeah, unnecessary <laughs> levels to his lie. He had lore for the lies. <laughs> he was coming up with a good backstory. He's like, "I can't wait to tell this guy about your divorce, eh? Yeah, about the divorce that happened to that ex of yours. Just building storylines with him." Yeah, every couple of weeks we'd go down the street to Blockbuster and we'd just look at the games, see what they had. It was just... And I mean, we played a lot of shitty games too. I remember the game that my brother and I rented from um, Blockbuster was for the N64 and mm-hmm. it was the Tarzan game where the first couple levels you're a kid and then yeah. after that you get to kind of surf on the vines and that's the cool thing is surfing on the vines as adult Tarzan. You ever surfed, Robert? I boogie boarded. Gotta get it. <laughs> awesome. The, the awesome. eight-year-old version. That's awesome. The, I'm a hardcore boogie boarder. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm trying to go pro. Are there professional? I'm googling that right now. Professional boogie boarders. I'm sure there is. There's like professional skin boarders, body surfers. Hawaii bodyboarding pro tour. Looks Ooh. like the last video was 2016. Oh no, they have 20. The greatest bodyboard. Oh, it's bodyboarding. Yeah, I want to see boogie boarding. Oh, it looks like the bodyboarders are on boogie boards. Oh, it's bodyboard the company boogie board. Sandy Beach Challenge. Are there professional boogie boarders? Bodyboarding. Wow. Okay, so bodyboarding. Oh, okay. So it's like boogie boarding is like putt putt to miniature golf. You know. Sure. You see, when when you go pro, you got to call it bodyboarding because boogie's just too childish, I guess. Is it the same thing? I thought bodyboarders only use their body. Well, I I just typed in bodyboard on Google and like shop bodyboard. It they all look and there's like boogie boards. Yeah, they all look like boogie boards to me. Yeah. Okay. So are boogie boards actually called bodyboards? Like you're telling me right now. Mm, let's see. Competitive bodyboard. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd like to find a couple of these people. Dick Sporting Goods has boogie boards and bodyboards. I wouldn't it's- risk putting Young Gravy in front of my wife. I don't like the way that he charms women. <laughs> there's just something, there's some se- raw sexuality to his presence that even I go, ah, I'm a little, I get you juice me a little. He juices me a little. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It juices me a little. Yeah. But- Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. Not a single. I've been doing privates with jujitsu on Sundays. Pri- so I'm 
I'm on six days a week of jujitsu now if I'm doing it right. Or actually, wow, seven days a week most of the time. Isn't that wild? So, so like you're paying for like private jujitsu sessions? Guy trying, I'm paying for a guy to try to make me better. Yeah. Are you are you going to try and do another tournament? Yeah, I've, I've, it's in three weeks. Oh, okay. It's on the 17th and 18th. Do you need to borrow my tripod? No, I don't need any footage of it. No, I mean the last time's footage was pretty was pretty good. Yeah, do you like that a lot? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're you're a natural trash talker, man. You get on the mat and your mouth just starts running. Oh yeah, I was I was born to just keep talking. <laughs> the good Lord made me to chit chat. All right. Yeah, that's that's why that's why you're a telemarketer by day, stand up comedian and podcaster by night. You just don't stop. I moonlight as a comedian and podcaster. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Man. Were you on Tumblr? No. I was on Tumblr. I was a I was a big Tumblr boy. I loved that stuff. Very internet. Very I, internet. I was very I just liked the internet so much, you know, just for internet y stuff. Never deep there was a deep dark side of the internet, you know, very the surface level, like when dogs were called Doge online. Oh yeah, that's the internet I liked. I want the internet to be simple again, you know, where like things are called epic, you know. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I like stuff like that. I want me to be thinking that, oh wow, it's an epic bacon T-shirt, and I like that. Give me that life. Let me live that life. Go back to epic meal time. Yeah, that blew me away. Or what about that? that period of like 2007 to like 2009 when people didn't know what to call memes. They're just like, Oh, like let's look up those funny like text pictures. Oh yeah. I make these funny, I make these funny Facebook photos. Yeah. And it, it always had that like shitty, like primary color pinwheel for the background. Yeah. I miss the world that we lived in when like, no one, I could say meme, and a 90% of people over the age of 40 would have no clue what I meant by that, you know? Yeah. Saying meme, and people would go, what? What are you talking about? I, oh, it's, you know, it's something shared, something that's, like, heavily shared on the internet. Even viral. Viral is something that older people used to go, viral? What? What? Viral? What is, what? You know? They're like, viral? Are you sick? Yeah. What now it's just these, how we're living. What are these memes? What are these memes? Oh, and then like, then like following that when we were able to be like, no, these are called memes, and like that—that's its own thing now, and we don't have to follow these shitty like templates and backgrounds. Like we can just make whatever. And then like ad companies started to try and get in on it, like with all those like shitty like Wendy's and like Quiznos ads. Remember when, um, when like ads first became self-aware. Like, um, like, uh, what I mean by that is like, not ads, but like, like when like Taco Bell first was like, I like being rude to people on Twitter and people were like, this is it. You know what I mean? Like the first time, like the Taco Bell Twitter was like, I'm going to dunk on you nerd, you know? And like, that was like, oh dude, Taco Bell's going off Taco Bell, Taco Bell's going crazy. And now every single brand is on there being like, okay, Felicia interacting with each other. Yeah, it was like Taco Bell and Wendy's and then like they would they would get together and have their string of beef mm-hmm. just kind of smack talk each other. Yeah. And then 
what was funny though is like a couple of years after like that had started, I was at this uh I was volunteering for South by Southwest and the social media guy for like the LA Kings um hockey team, someone asked him a question, just like, Oh, like how do you come up with like how do you start beefs with other companies and like the other teams and like you know, how, how do you like cultivate that Twitter, Twitter persona? He's like, it's like, well, he's like, honestly, like half of it's just, you know, how I would interact online. Like, I'm just a big shit talker. But then he's like, also like, he's like all that stuff. Like it's usually coordinated between the like social media teams of the companies. Just like, Hey, we're going to throw a little jab at you. You throw a jab at us. And like, we'll keep this going for maybe a month or so. And then like, we'll roll out a new product or something at the end of it. And like, yeah, cool. And I was just like, Oh my God you know, fucking wool pulled over me. I was just like, everything's a lie. Was that too much of the house that the sausage was made for you? Did you not care for seeing that one bit? Yeah. yeah. Bring well, back the magic. Well, I think a lot of people were just like, oh man, like they just stopped giving a fuck. Like they're, they're just showing their colors, but then it's like, nope, still a lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's funny because I think a lot of people had that initial response being like, oh, dude, this guy at Taco Bell is going to be so much trouble. And it's like, no, obviously that went through a whole like a whole lot of meetings where someone looked over that and gave it the thumbs up for the X, Y, Z reasons that they already went through, you know? Yeah. But you and me, we're just genius warrior poets that see right through it. Yeah, it's well, what's funny, though, is like even even today. Companies either have one or two sort of like social media policies or like checks and balances. It's either like you said, where the whole marketing team is like, you know, signing off on it, it goes to the director and they're like, yeah, this post is good. Schedule it for this day and time. Then there's the other side where it's like, they just don't give a fuck. Like they really just, they still see it as a fad, even though we're like, honestly, we're almost 20 years into like having social media be a thing. Mm hmm. And it, it, they just kind of hawk it off to the intern like every semester. And so it's just so hot and cold and, you know, riddled with spelling errors. And then, you know, whenever they fuck up, the company's just like, oh, yeah, we were hacked. Uh, that, that, that didn't come from us. We, our account was hacked. It's like you wouldn't I, even know how to get hacked. Like you're so fucking clueless. I love that. I love the idea that like people know so little about the internet and how that type of thing works that you could just be like, ah, oh, we were hacked. It's like, hang on. It seems like you posted something. Yeah. It seems like you, and then regret it. <laughs> or no, when like, when, especially, especially like late 2000s, early 2010s, like in high school and shit, just like whenever someone was getting like bullied online or like some kid was getting shit talked on Facebook and their parents would try to butt in. So like they, I remember this one guy, like this one dad. He created a he created a um, Twitter account because his daughter was like getting roasted, and like people were like sending photos of her like making out with different guys at parties, basically just calling her a slut. And he so he made a Twitter account for the sole purpose to like basically try and like tweet back at them, being like, "What you're doing is illegal. Like you do not have permission to take photos of my daughter at this party." And he literally used that line. He's like, he's like, I've reported this to Twitter and the internet police. Oh, wait, are you talking about the cyber police guy? No. So the consequences will never be the same. That guy. No, this dad wishes he could have been like that. That guy was incredible. He wishes his daughter had a webcam so he could do that. I remember that guy too. And that, that was great. That was an incredible saga. 
but this guy was like the poor man's like local version for me. I I'm pretty sure that guy had like good reason. I'm pretty sure like he was a child that was getting groomed by the blood on the dance floor guys, and then people were bullying that child online and having like pizzas ordered to their house by like the hundreds and stuff like that. Yeah, I think she got doxxed. Oh yeah, early days of the internet. The cons- <laughs> your consequences will never be the same. He goes, I've 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 contacted the state police. I've talked. I've contacted the cyber police. That was incredible. Yeah. Man. Man. I now I feel like, you know, everything is like that used to be like a special thing. You know what I mean? That internet video was like, yeah, dude. That people that are like online saw that. Now it's like, you know, you got an office job. Your boss is like, hey, did you see the consequences will never be the same guy? Hey, did you, did you see Kanye West went full Nazi? Did you see that? Yeah, he was sitting down with Alex Jones being like, wow, yeah. It's like I see good things in Hitler. I was like, dude, just uh. wild, all, right? Really leaned in farther than I ever expected. Oh, he leaned so far in he fell out of his fucking chair. Ah, such a bummer. I I was shocked by that. Here's my thing though with Kanye. Like I was I was in I was into his music up until the album after graduation. I think it was like 808s and Heartbreaks. Mm-hmm. Like after that, I was like, I don't really care. Like I'm, I'm kind of tired of like trying to be cool and into this guy because my friends are, but you know, like some of his earlier stuff, it's like, yeah, this, this was pretty good for the time. You know, like I can see like he really kind of shifted going from like crunk into like, you know, like new Kanye West and like Drake, you know, the more, more modern stuff. But yeah, I mean, is even when he started doing like a, when he when he changed his name to like Yeezy or Yeezus, that's yeah. when I I was like fully off the boat. I was just like, "Fuck this!" Like, if you want to pay eighty dollars for a plain white T shirt at his fucking tour, like, go ahead. I, I even that I liked Kanye up until up until man, right until the because I mean even the initial anti-Semitic stuff, I was like, "All right, he's in an episode. He's gonna look around. He's looking around, and he goes, there's so many Jewish people in entertainment. He can't make sense of it because he has no good like framework of this world.' And he goes, there you know, it's a conspiracy. And goes full ray. I go, oh, give him a day or two, right? And then I give give him a day or two. He just leans into it. Like, All right, that's a bummer. That is. Like, give him a week or two. Give just him a week. Yeah. Even now, I'm like, he can come around still. He would. He, well, yeah. I can admit. I know. Right now, he's wrong. But he can. St- he still has a chance to come around and be right, not be so straight up anti-Semitic. Wild, a wild amount of anti-Semitic. Not even like a, like a, like a thin line, gray area type of thing. You know. Honestly, at this point, he would need to like. He would need to donate at least like half of his like remaining money and like net worth to like basically just like Jewish programs across the country and then also publicly state free Palestine. Wow. Dude, that's, if he that's the boat I'm in. <laughs> you you think he needed down you give half of his money to like a Holocaust Museum and then then do the free Palestine route too. Yeah. Just, just because it's like, first off, you're saying a lot of anti-Semitic stuff, but it's also like a lot of like, it, like you know, what he's saying is really insightful. So for him to 
So he needs to say free Palestine because he needs to also say, I don't stand with Jewish people that, you know, want to bomb Palestinians and have very fucked up points of views. He only likes the, even then it's like, man, he only likes the cool ones. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I don't know. When he said that, like when he was like, Hitler dressed cool. I was like, okay, let's give him that. If you just stop talking right there and say, fuck the guy, he said Hitler dressed cool. I was like, all right, yes. Great. Hey, and I, he goes, and he's a good architect. I was like, stop listing things about Hitler. Dude, please, for the love of God, you can say the dress cool thing if you move on. Then, yeah, I can be like, all right, dude, Hugo, was it Hugo Boss that designed that? Yeah, I think it was like Hugo Boss. And then I think the Puma, I think Puma, like the shoe company. Um, yeah, I think it was Puma. They. They like, I don't think they made the boots, but they made like shoes for like Nazi youth or something. Then, you know, like Mercedes Benz and Volkswagen, it's like car of the people. Like that was another like Third Reich, you know, little invention. Volkswagen? Okay. So we can admit those ones, but you don't go list them, right? You can't list them all in a row like that. You have to say one, you got to say one one off, you know? You can be like highways, but, you know, mostly like, you know, making it really hard. They burned all that, you know, medical science uh, for like, you know, trans science stuff, right? Then you name something. You can't just list good things in a row. Can't do even if they're all real things like Volkswagen. You can't do it. I don't like it. No one likes it. I think the only good thing I could really say is that out. It's it's really the stuff that like all those inventions that we got out of like World War II and like fighting the war. It's like you know you could say the genesis was Hitler and his thirst for world domination but it's just like there's just so many like degrees of separation from that it's still like no hitler didn't really do anything good yeah i think also, i grew up him. also red red white and black like that's one of the most common color schemes like coca-cola the nazis fucking texas tech like anyone could have come up with that color scheme even the republican party you know the communist party well they did a little red and yellow Red and yellow. Oh, it's black and yellow. That's like modern, you know. Yeah. The the red party up in Russia, they're like, we're going to tweak it just a little bit. Mm. But what, what's your, what do you think best political party that's ever been? It's your favorite one. Number one of all time. Hmm. I don't know. That's just like picking out your favorite shit you've taken over the years. For me, I like the rent is too damn high party. Remember that guy in New York that would just say the rent is too damn high. That guy, I go, that's nice. Um, it wasn't McCain, but he just recently died over um due to COVID. But he had the like. He he was running back in like 2012 and for the Republican Party and he was like I have the 999 like tax program. Everyone was like, "Hey, like where'd you get those numbers from? Like how is this really going to work?" And he was just like 999. I think it was like Herb McCain or something. I don't get it. Oh, like nine like no, like German no. No, it's just like, "Oh, this tax rate will be 9, this one will be 9, and this one will be 9." And everyone's like so you're proposing a flat tax rate? And he's like, no. But it's like, he didn't even really know what he was trying to propose. I mean, I like that he, I like the flat tax rate. That sounds good, right? Yeah. Nine sounds pretty wild. Then, uh, 
you know, I don't know. Maybe it's because I didn't live during it that I think it's pretty cool. But like FDR's like, you know, three term reign. I bet that was like a wild time to be alive. Maybe there's people that thought he'd be king forever. I mean, honestly, if he hadn't died and gotten all sickly and shit, like he would have definitely tried to just keep it going as long as he could. I would too. Because he can't, you know, he came from, he came from like basically American nobility, you know, being a fucking Roosevelt and being, you know, I think he had like Rockefeller blood in him too. Got three terms. Got his cabinet full of all the guys, you know, he could either control or trust. And then after he couldn't trust him anymore, got people he could control. That's how we do it. You know, New Deal. We got some dams built. He was like, hey, we're, he's like, he, he was the original guy that's like, hey, we got to spend money to make money, guys. He's like, let's just put up a bunch of fucking programs, get people working. I, here's my problem is I think that very few presidents could whoop me. And it's like, I think that the Teddy Roosevelt, he was in like boxing and judo and stuff. He could probably whoop me. And then um, like Obama at peak health, he could probably whoop me. He was an athlete. He like did that, like, like a lot of sports in his life. Yeah. He talks about that a lot. But he's like the most recent sporty president. Like Clinton didn't sporty. He was music guy. None of the Bushes were sporty. No. Mm-mm. I think the most the Bushes did was just like duck hunt, maybe turkey hunt. More of a sportsman than I am, tell you that much. That's why we call Louisiana a sportsman's paradise. Do you know that? Yeah. How'd you know that? License plates? Yeah, license plates. And then just, you know, you've watched a few episodes of uh, Swamp People. You kind of know it's like, that's the thing to do down there. And... They they have the because it's like in Louisiana, like to hunt alligators, they allow you to like set those traps, and basically it's like yeah, we just set them like you know on a Wednesday, and then Thursday morning we come back around and like we'll pull up the gators and shoot them, and like Texas they don't let you do that. I don't think they let you do that in Florida either. You know you have to like you have to catch them live in the moment. They but, won't let a man kill a gator in Texas. That's not the Texas I know. No, they will. It's, it's God's just God's given us the right to kill those gators. It's the method. It's like the method of hunting they're using. Like you can't like lay overnight traps. You want to know my new thing right now, Robert? What is? I've been applying to be a vendor at like every opportunity I get. Guess what the business I submit is? Is it that free pizza for homeschool children thing you're doing? No, it's. Big Jeff's kissing booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been rejected from every event so far, but I would love to set up a kissing booth and just put $100 kisses, $1,000 premium kisses, and just see what I can get. And just, hey, because one K, hey, hey, if I sell one kiss that weekend, I'm doing pretty good, right? It's like $1 peck, $25, like passionate. $100. Fuck my butt. No, the hundred dollars. It's just in parentheses, like with tongue. <laughs> you making fuck my butt. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, a hundred dollars. You can do it to me all the way through. Tongue kiss no my butt. Just what? as the good Lord wanted, do it to me. Are they just giving you generic, like, "Hey, thanks for applying, but we're not interested"? Or yeah, all the vendor spots are full. Thanks for applying. 
most recent one I did was the SOS, the the new like margin walker. <laughs> yeah. Resound yeah. events one. Yeah. I said no. Okay, fine. No, whatever. Guess what? I'll be doing it on my own. I'll be doing my kiss thing with or without you. Just set up. Just set up in like uh, at the corner of the parking lot as people turn in. <laughs> so, <laughs> Outlaw it, kisses. Yeah. Just call it Texas Outlaw Kissing. Doing some Texas Outlaw Kissing. Yeah. Hey, they tried to make kissing. If you're going to make kissing a crime, call me an outlaw, baby. That's what I've always said. Catch me in the wild wild. Billy the Kissing Kids, what they call me. A peck or two will do. That's just what they've called me. It's like someone takes you up on it. It's like, yeah, I got a beard hair in my mouth. And like, that's extra. Yeah. Take me to court. Yeah. I remember when I worked at Starbucks, um, someone complained that my beard was going to get in their latte. And I just remember thinking, like, that's not going to happen. But then because of that, I had to give reports to my manager about how often I brush my beard. So you'd very often ask, did you brush your beard today? Yes, yes, I did. Humiliating question, I did. So fucking stupid. Well, you know what they say. What do they say? Did you brush your beard today? You should brush your beard today. (laughs) Did you brush your beard or not? You know what they say. Did you brush it? Because you should have brushed it. Oh, speaking of Starbucks and shitty jobs, Mm -hmm. I've got a a new story for you that, granted, this this is secondhand. I heard it from a uh, Waffle House employee. Hit me. So apparently a few weeks ago, uh, the Waffle House up the street from my apartment, they had they had done like a lot, they've been having a lot of turnover, and I overheard two of the employees while I was there waiting on a to go order talking about this guy Chris and uh, Paul, and one of them was like, "Oh, what happened to Chris and Paul? Like, you know, did they get swept up in the like the new management change, just cleaning house?" And uh-huh. um, the other girl who was the cook was just like, "Oh no, like you you didn't hear what happened." She's like, no, tell me. So the story goes that two like two weekends ago, Chris and Paul were working the graveyard shift on like a Sunday night at this Waffle House. For anyone who's never been to a Waffle House, these places are 24-7, and there's this whole index that people use, including the government, on like how bad a natural disaster is dependent on if the Waffle House is open or not in the affected area. That's true. So, like, they're, they're kind of like ride or die. We're going to be open one way or another. Anyways, 2 a.m. graveyard shift. No one's really there because it's like the suburbs of Nashville. You know, everyone's getting, you know, they're asleep to go to work tomorrow or later in the day. Mm-hmm. And Paul's just, and apparently Paul was just like, you know what? No one's here. Like, it's Sunday night. I don't think anyone's going to come in here. He's like, why don't we just go to back to my place down the street and smoke a little weed? You dog, that's so tight. <laughs> like, like apparently he was just like, you know what? I live down the street. Like, Chris, why don't you roll with me real quick? We'll, you know, we'll we'll, we'll hit we'll hit the bowl. Maybe maybe rip some bong, rip the bong. I, I don't know what they had, but they're just like, cool. Yeah, yeah, just they're apparently they're just like, yeah, let's let's go back to my place real quick. You know, take a quick hit, and we'll 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 be back here in no time. Apparently they were gone for like 30, 45 minutes. And when they got back, 
homeless people came into the shop and started serving themselves like coffee and soda because also awesome because apparently guys who work at Waffle House that need to go smoke some weed, they don't lock up behind themselves. Why would you? You're leaving on good faith. Yeah. The good fa- Yeah, the manager did not tell them they had a good faith uh, policy. They're like, no, you lock that shit up at least. I would operate on a good faith policy because I'm not a scumbag. Yeah. So anyways, when they get back, you know, a little buzzed, they see the homeless people in there like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Like, get out, get out. You know, like, no, you cannot take the mug with you. And just then it's like the next day, the manager is like reviewing the tapes, which I, <laughs> which th- 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 this is where I'm kind of like, okay, like, does this manager like at, at the, like every morning he comes in and like reviews like last night's tape. I'm, he had to have had some sort of like, hey, I wonder if homeless people came in here and served themselves last night. There had to have been some sort of vibe for him that was like, hey, something feels like homeless people came in and just served themselves coffee. Yeah, there, there must have been something where like they didn't clean up right. And so it was like, hey, why is this all disheveled? Or maybe they were bragging to like another coworker and they tattled on him. But either way, like apparently Monday morning, like the manager rewatch he re he rewatched the tape and saw it when they came in at like two thirty, and he's like, "Oh hell no!" Like fuck that. Calls up Chris, calls up Paul, and was like, "Is this true?" And you know they're like, "Oh no!" Like we locked up, and it's like, "Oh, he's like, I didn't see any resistance to opening the door. They just pushed it open like it was left unlocked." And he's ba- and they just got fired the next day. Man, I like that it was that they didn't lock up. That was the real concern there. But honestly, that is like bare minimum, and they didn't do it. You know, they they couldn't even handle just locking the doors to go get high. And honestly, mad respect for it. Right on. You said not our waffle house, not my problem. You said, and, baby, I don't buy the waffles here. <laughs> what do I do? I smoke weed here. That's my job, man. I remember when I worked at uh, Juiceland, I would smoke weed by like, just in the back room where the smoothies are made, like by the blenders. And whenever someone would be like, oh, you shouldn't do that, I'd be like, oh, okay. Like, what are you going to do? Are you, you going to like fix it? Are you going to like talk to management about this? But all right, this guy's smoking weed. We're making smoothies. Management would be like, yeah, it makes sense, dude. He works at Juiceland. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Oh, he give any type of shit what he's doing. I would quit Juiceland all the time, and they just wouldn't fire me. They'd just be like, all right, just work another week or two, and you can be off the schedule. And I would just keep working. All right, no call, no show. And they would just let me live on the schedule. Yeah, I'm going to smoke weed by the blenders, buddy. Was it just like... I, I, I'm, I'm assuming because it's such high turnover, they're like, he's going to come back sooner or later. Like, he's done this before. Yeah, that's the thing is like they it's it's cheaper to just have a bad employee than it is to fire someone and train them new. Especially yeah. because of how many people don't stick around after they've they've you know, left. I think like you get a job there and most people are like, "Yeah, I'm out. Never mind. Fuck this shit for real." I wonder how many of those scabs are still there at Juiceland. Probably more than the people that went on strike. That was the worst strike ever. We love them. Glad you tried your hardest. You guys really just did new nothing i think it's because the a weirdo contingent got involved and they all kind of backed away from there yeah also especially after the stories you told me about like the owner and like the you know 
the upper management it's like yeah of course they're going to do they're going to do everything they can and like they're they're not going to even respect the strike they're just they're just going to make that one post being like hey we hear you we understand you and uh we're going to work towards you know a, a better workplace so we're hiring all new people that uh yeah. share our same ideals of capitalism and uh yeah uh you know minimum wage obama yeah. said okay 725 fuck y'all yeah, they they said they said listen what you're saying is valid you are heard okay that is what you're saying right now is valid you are heard we hear you we are listening and you know what we're going to do we're going to do the work and we're going to do what we've always done and take care of our employees and our family here okay we're going to do the work that's what we're going to do the work and we're going to fire all of you <laughs> over a period of time we're gonna fire every single one of you <laughs> sooner or later none of you will work here and thank you for bringing this to our attention we thought you were a little more obedient like hey message sent and received <laughs> oh man yeah but it's a it's a fucking smoothie stand you know and like I just, I think, I think that shit is like another, that was kind of like a notch in the belt of like reasons why I need to kind of like get out of Austin. Cause it was just like, no, like no one was like, no, even after I had told people who were like ride or die juice land people, but they were also like very like progressive and like, no, like everyone has like a right to like, you know, a living wage. And I was like, Hey, did you hear about the juice land strike? They're like, Oh no, what, what? And like, I told them the whole story and like, shared the episode with them and they're just like next week I see them and they got fucking they're like sorry I'm late I, I had to stop by Juice Land and get my fix <laughs> I'm just like fuck you uh, uh yeah after their strike titter pattered out I, wanted, I was like how long do I wait before I can go and start like using it again <laughs> like getting Juice Land again what's the grace period for yeah because when they first were like, we're striking, I was like, all right, I'm in. And they were like, hey, we're not we're not really doing. And I was like, okay, well. <laughs> we're not doing so hot. What do I? <laughs> well, what do I do? How long do I? If you guys aren't going to do it, I don't want to be the only one striking or something. Well, it was easy for me because like, I think I had ever only gone to Juice Land once in my life before it. And when they're like, hey, we're striking, I was like, cool. I, just more more reason for me not to go. I love it. Thundercloud yeah. Thundercloud subs make made better smoothies. You know. You think Thundercloud Club makes better smoothies? Oh yeah. No Thundercloud Clubs. You think but you think Thundercloud Club making better smoothies? I than... know they're making better smoothies. You know why? Why? When I say let me get a strawberry banana smoothie, that's what uh -huh. they give me. There's no acai berries. There's no protein powders. It's just like, yeah, you want a basic ass smoothie because you're you're fucking normie when it comes to this juice and fruit shit. I was like, yeah, hell yeah. It's like, I'll oh. be honest. That's an option at Juice Land too. You can get exactly what you said: a strawberry banana. That's, you can go in there and they'd be like, oh, a strawberry banana smoothie, not, easy. Not when I went, not when I well, went to the one in the Frost Tower. Did you, uh -huh. did you use like a slur or something? You went to the one in the Frost Tower. You went to home base, baby. Yeah. You wait. You went. Wait. You went to. You went to. You you went to Ground Zero. <laughs> yeah, I tried. I tried to go to Ground Zero, 
And I was just, and I was like looking at the menu and I was like, Hey, like, can I get like a strawberry banana smoothie? And like, Oh, would you like it with the, uh, acai berries? And I was just like, no, like they're t- they looked at you, they looked at you and they said, this guy's the type that needs some acai. Huh. They 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 probably saw me walking in like kind of like doing doing that look where it's like oh it's like am I am I in the right spot I've never been here and they just went <laughs> they're like pigeon let's upsell this bitch pigeon <laughs> they said they said rube rube yeah because they're they're trying to throw like all the fucking additives at me. <laughs> And I was like, you know what? I'll just turn around and I'll just go to the fucking grocery store myself. Well, what matters is, can I tell you what matters? Yeah. You gave it your all. You yeah. went in there and you said, I'm going to, I'm, you know what I'm going to be? I'm going to be a good smoothie boy. And they said, no, you're going to be an acai boy. And you said, no, I'm a good, I am a good boy. And they said, no, not you, Robert. You're going to be bad. Why isn't that right? They made you get on all fours and bark for him, didn't they? Bark for the acai? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Bark for him. No, I can just just to fuck with you. You're gonna throw a little bok choy in there. Hey, been there a thousand times. Yeah. Bok choy and dur- what's that? Durian? Yeah, durian. It's all bok choy and durian. I like how they have that fruit, that juice land that isn't even allowed in some Asian hotels because it's so stinky. Oh, yeah, that's that is the durian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Real nice. Oh, yeah. Looking up some photos of the durian. I have been scrolling through tumblers that are like old honestly old soviet tumblers that i followed many years ago i'm trying to figure out how when i first started i was like how do i delete my old tumblr account from when i was in my teens and i don't really know how to without like signing in and stuff do they have that shitty policy like facebook where they're like oh you you never delete your account you just like deactivate it it's something it's like i don't know i honestly think it'll just be on there forever until the day i die yeah, as some sort of living living memorial to memes I liked in my youth. So, Soviet also account- I have like a thousand emails. Why do I have so many? Who's emailing me? I don't know, man. It's all those websites you signed up for their newsletters. Yeah, I do like newsletters. I have one from Sticker Mule that just says magnets. Stay so have Three emails from Sticker Mule this week. I, I probably just unsubscribe. Yeah. I don't know about you, but like the only time I'm like really using my email address, like my personal email, is when like I'm trying to look for a job. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, even though I still check it every day, you know, I'll refresh it on my phone. Just like it's just newsletters. Almost nothing, yeah, really. And when I do get an email, I'll usually miss it by like over a week because I'm like, oh, I didn't check my email. What's funny is I'm in sales, right? And so people will tell me, ugh, I get so many emails from you guys. And I'll go, oh, you know there's a button that says unsubscribe, and if you click it, 
you actually get unsubscribed from those emails. It's pretty simple. I can show you how if you want to jump. People don't like that. Why? Because they think they're going to trick you? They, I, I think they're just trying to start, you know, explain to me that they don't like me already. And I go, hey, you don't have to. What joke I make on the phones? I say, hey, you don't like me. Only my wife likes me, and even she's on thin ice. That's what I say. <laughs> I'm on thin ice with that, right? Sometimes that gets a laugh. Other times it does not. They just straight up hang up. They do? Man, I'm tired, brother. I'll get footage of this next karate tournament, though. I promise. You better. I won't use a tripod, but I'll have someone film it. I like that the only footage I have is of me losing really badly in my first mount round. But then you got the photo of you holding like all your medals. Yeah, I entered more divisions this year, so hopefully I'll get more medals. More like second place medals out of three people. Second place out of three is still second. (laughs) Especially if you do it twice. (laughs) Nice. Oh, yeah. Fucking nice. (sighs) Oh. I was actually going to go to hot yoga at three, and then I remembered we're doing this at three. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry the uh, the podcast got in your way of hot yoga. No, no. The hot, the hot yoga was about to get in the way of the podcast, but we prioritized real quick. Yeah. Is it the is it like the Christian hot yoga in Tulsa? No, we found we found out where the sinners are stretching. <laughs> it's like some good old sinful hot stretching. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's right by our house. It's like $59 a month for unlimited hot yoga. What what temperature are they keeping it in there? Oh, it's hot. I haven't asked. I don't want to get down there. They have a don't ask, don't tell policy on the temp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's weird is I did have to give a little kiss on the lips to the guy at the front desk. I don't know what that was about. Hmm. But again, I did not ask. And he did not tell. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell. You know, earlier this week we got we got a new coworker in my uh, my neck of the office, and he's been really pissing us off. Me and the what other. What did he do? <laughs> well, first off, what'd you just do? I sent you a video, but I want to know what this guy did. He he's just really annoying, you know. Just uh, he'll randomly do British accents for no reason, and randomly does British accents. And he, he's always trying to ask, he's always asking us dumb questions. And every time, like we're trying to talk to each other, like me and Taylor or like Becca to Tristan, like he always has to interject something and like throw his two cents in. We're like, dude, like this has nothing to do with you like butt the fuck out but what really got my goat with him was uh he mentioned he's like oh yeah he's like i would love to you know start a podcast and just you know you know tell people you know my thoughts and feelings and he's like it's like that would be easy and i let out the biggest groan and sighs like oh my gosh like you don't know you don't know me and jt doing this podcast we're doing a podcast and you know what? We're dying for your sins every fucking week. He has no idea how hard it is to be a warrior poet. 
he just sits there in the comfort of this. He's he's called he's what we call an armchair podcaster. That's what that yeah. guy's called. He's not, he's never been in the trenches like guys like us. Guys, what 67, 68 episodes deep? You fucking kidding me? You fucking fucking filthy casuals. Trying to be like, oh yeah, let's just start up a podcast. You know, it'll be great. So I've yeah. been saying for a while we need to be like a protected group podcasters are. Yeah. We need mm-hmm. to be like we need like, to be we need some civil rights. Oh, okay. So we need to be like a a recognized group of people. We need to be a recognized group, yeah. I was gonna say we need to be on like an endangered species list or something. Oh, real ass podcast. Yeah, we're some of the last in the game of the real ass podcasters. A lot of these fake ass. I want special parking. I want parking closer to the door in case I see something that I know someone's going to want me to share my thoughts on. Yeah. You know, I guess I'm at a grocery store. I should be able to quickly get to my car quick with a big access to like I, a big door. Dude, I had that fucking problem last weekend trying to see mm-hmm. trying to see Brian. I, I need that placard. Handicapped yeah. for podcasting. It's the mm-hmm. guy, instead of a wheelchair, it's just a normal chair. And you see like a little microphone next to his, like, his little circle head. Mm-hmm. That's the placard I want. Yeah, it's instead of a press pad, you have the placard. Yeah. Uh, actually, be like, whoa, sir, yeah, don't mess with him. Just, Did just you watch like, that video I sent off? Spirit Unity? Here, give me a sec. Someone I telemarketed. It's got some... Here, let me skip the ad. Kids asking what love is. You got this guy that kind of looks like uh God, he just looks like every like old man you know with long hair. Every maybe every old rocker I know with long hair. Yeah. It's kind of got the uh He's got the like Ozzy Osbourne like little spectacles, but he's, he's like wearing like an athleisure T-shirt. It's not a crime to relax. Do you think he, he even sneaks in an ooh, ah, 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 at the beginning of the song, thinking we won't notice? Do you think he took this trip to New York City just to like make this video? Yeah, he told me he did. Really. Yeah, he lives in San Francisco. Okay. What, West Coast wasn't good enough for him? I just think it didn't fit with his vision. He's an artist. He's not like us. He's not like podcasters. You know, hey, you and I are dogs and practically rats. He's an artist. This doesn't tell me how many views it has. 21,000 views. Oh, there we go. Yeah. But I think, you know, some of those might be... One year ago, twenty-one and a half thousand. He's got one, one, one subscribers, and fifty comments. Sort by newest. Oh hell yeah! I'm so in. Simply amazing. I agree with you. All fifty of these comments. One just says Jesus, and the reply is, "Hi David, thank you for the Jesus. I'm not worthy to clean his feet, but thank you anyways." I'm looking for some negative comments. It does not have any. His other his other video believed is tanking. Oh no. Four hundred and seventy four views for Believe. Released a year ago as well.
right now he's 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 going at a 50 uh, 0.5 i think sometimes for a rocker it's not about the views oh i didn't notice the part of this where he just hugs a black couple starts out and it's a white guy and he looks at a little black boy and the black boy goes papa do people know love and then halfway through the video he's walking on a beach singing then he's on a rooftop in new york city and he gets he hugs a black person. Show he's not and racist. Again, we're pro hugging black people. I don't want anyone to listen to this and think, well, JT and Robert don't think you should hug black people. You should. Okay. You don't don't go out of your way to for a video, but I just feel like if you got it like if you if you're so compelled to put that into your like music video or really any form of like media to be like, no, like look at us, like you know, unity, biracial, you know, we're all one. It's kinda like I think you're secretly racist. Yeah, I, I never woke up and thought, God, I gotta get a shot of me hugging a black person today. <laughs> That's gotta be my next uh, special. God, I gotta get me one. Gotta get me a video of that. After every oh, bit. Oh man, Robert, I gotta. I'm gonna do my. I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna do the 4 p.m. yoga class. So I'm gonna go get fucking ripped. All right. Take hey, take take your fucking tripod there. Get video. Get that okay. footy. We're like skaters in the early 2000s. We got to get that footy at all. We got to get that footy out there. Yeah. Get some footy. If I get that footy out there, that's going to make a difference for us. Yeah. Have Jensen hold the camera. You're not going to do this class. You'll be watching me. Get the footy. (laughs) Get the footy. Learn how to use uh, Adobe Premiere. Can we link to this video in the comments or in the description? Yes. All right. Yeah. Everyone's got to check out this video. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely link it down below. Do some old okay. uh, Hell yeah, Playboy. All right. Till next time. Later, later. Later.